0: Welcome to another Consult Server Coffee, Dr. Michael Jones, and I'm joined today by Dr. Nina Krauss. She's the director of the Auditory Neurosciences Laboratory at Northwestern University in Chicago, Illinois. and She's here to discuss the world of sound that surrounds us, how we process that sound, and the benefits of music on improving learning, language, and aging. I think you're really going to enjoy this. Welcome to another consults over coffee. I'm Dr. Michael Jones, and I am joined today by an, an old friend of mine from, God, it's been 10 years, probably, if not longer, Nina Krauss, who is the, the U, U, U Knowles Professor of neuro, Neurosciences, Neurobiology at Northwestern University, my old stomping grounds as well. Um, and you have created an incredible body of work in, in basically the neuro, neuro would, it, would it be fair to say the neural, neural processing of sound?
1: Absolutely. Sound in the brain.
0: So let me, let me, I'm going to start with a real wide open question for which there probably is no one right answer. But let's, let's start with the idea. Um, is music language? So in, I'm going to tell you in 45 words or less.
1: Yeah. So so <laughs> so you know my students are always complaining that I don't uh, I, you know, I I don't give them a uh, um, a one word answer or the answer because usually um, the answer is it depends and <laughs> you know with respect to, to language. Uh, you know, it depends on how you define language, and so if you think of language as a a, a system by which we communicate um, with each other, um, then we uh, can think of music as, as a, a language, a kind of language. It is a language that operates, I mean, what makes music unique is that it really operates through, sa- through sound, so it's not... Um, um you know sign language uh, is is a language, but you don't need the sound um but you know music you you must have the sound, but you also have a lot of uh, of, of movement and visual information and um, many other many other ingredients but I would say, if you want to pin me down, I would say music is a kind of um it is a is a language
0: it, we had talked a little bit about this because i i agree frankly i mean i i think of playing music as as a way of communicating feeling or imparting feeling or emotion um and and more than it it's not how i i expect to find out how the Dow jones is doing today but it, it communicates in, in powerful ways. And and you had mentioned, you know, as we were talking before, the, the importance of sound in our lives and how really that's sort of been downplayed in our society in a lot of ways. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, do you want to speak to that a little bit?
1: Well, that, that really
0: kind of gets to the crux of what you're doing.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, I think that that sound is, is under-recognized um, sound is invisible, like many powerful forces in in our life, like gravity. Um, and 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 so you know you so you don't you don't see it. It's not it's not in your face, and yet it is uh, it is fundamental to you know to who we are, how we evolved. Uh, sound is uh, you know organisms have had to listen to the world and to be able to distinguish. Uh, their sur- survival right. based on, you know, is, is this sound, is this, is this something that's going to eat me or can I eat it? Can I mate with it? Um, and s- sound is, is, is tremendously important and has a deep, deep, deep um, evolutionary history. Um, and yet I think that as the, also the world has become noisier, um, it, we are losing the ability to listen, and we're losing, um, we're we, we not paying attention to sound as as well, you know, we, we really should be. Um, I think what we're losing something very, very deep that is very much a part of us and our humanity.
0: Well, and, and that, that, that does kind of lead to something it, it, it. I know you have done work with respect to the influence of music and aging and, and cognitive function with yeah. time. And, and as a 61 year old musician who notices that my ability to discriminate sounds when there's a lot of background noise, has diminished over time. I have to work harder to do that now than I they used to do. Yeah. I mean, it, it is. It, what what are the effects? I mean, obviously, hearing loss over time, but is that, is it to some extent reversible? Is it preventable?
1: My, 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 first of all, don't think of it so much as hearing loss, because I'll bet if I measured your hearing thresholds, they'd be pretty good. It it's really think about. When hearing happens in our brain. Yes, you know, yes, you need a healthy ear. And yes, as we get older, we, we can lose some hearing in our ears. But if you take a person, an older person, who, um, you know, has a, a, an age appropriate hearing, um, and one person has had, uh, ha- has musical experience, either in their past or they're continuing to make music when I think of a musician I'm really talking about someone who regularly plays a musical instrument like a couple times a week for an hour or two not necessarily a
0: professional oh no
1: no no you don't you don't need to identify as a professional musician at all you can be a you know a hack musician like me I play a number of instruments not especially well and you know I, I play regularly you know every day even if it's just for five minutes but you know Um, But what happens is that if you compare a musician defined that way with a non-musician and you measure their ability to hear speech and noise, even though their ears are identical, the musician will be able to hear, make out the speech in noise much, much better. Their memory for sound will be much better. And if you measure the brain's response to sound, which is something that I do in my lab, which we call brain volts, we just, you know, as I'm talking to you now, the neurons in your brain that respond to sound are producing electricity. And we can put uh, sensors on your head and measure that electricity and see how good a job your brain is doing at processing sounds. And what I can see is that if you take... A musician and a non-musician and you um, say play some speech to them and it's a nice easy listening uh, condition where it's not very quiet the non-musician and the musician's response to sound their brain waves to sound look very similar but now if you make the listening conditions more challenging so now you're in a restaurant or you're in a car or you're walking down the street and there's traffic, and you measure the brain's response to sound, what you see is that uh, the brain's response to sound for the musician is almost as good in this noisy, challenging listening environment as it was in quiet. Whereas the non-musician has really taken a hit. And you can see that there's very um, impoverished processing and and really with, with aging, you know, one of the things that, that we know with aging research is that um, the variability between one person and another is, is enormous. Right. So you know, there are some older people who you know perform really differently from their age cohort on, on all kinds of things because you know they have a whole life that that that, that they've lived that has influenced who they've become, which is a combination of their genetics and the choices they have made throughout their lives for how to live their lives. And, you know, I like to, to think that that healthy aging begins in childhood.
0: So let me ask you this, for the person that was not musical for most of their life, who now it is, are the benefits of playing music on auditory function, discrimination. Um, are those, can you, can you get those even if you start later in life? Is there benefit to doing that later in life?
1: Absolutely. And, and again, we know this so clearly from, um, I mean, you can see it in a very controlled way in, um, in animal experiments where you, know, you can see that the hearing brain continues to change, continues to learn until we die.
0: That's. I mean, I think that's a good point because I think there is sort of this concept that, like, over time, neural plasticity diminishes.
1: Uh, it, it it doesn't diminish. It it's different. You know, we learn differently when we're five years old than when we're fifty years old. Yeah. And um, and and you know, there are a lot of strengths that we that we learn. You know, based on the the. the The way we've lived our lives and the the way we have sculpted our brain, very much based on our experience, that gives us a lot of um, detailed insight into our learning as an older person. And you know, you just have a different you have a different brain. But the fact is that all the way throughout your life, always, 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 in utero until womb to tomb, um, the the hearing brain. Uh, continues to learn.
0: Is is there is there evidence or is there literature that addresses the impact of music on cognitive decline?
1: Yeah, um, and so th- there is. It, it, there's an in- interesting literature on that, and also on. Um, um, another sound-based activity, which is speaking another language. So, if you're bilingual, if you speak another language, um, there have been some really wonderful studies showing that um, the onset of, of dementia in a population is 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 later if it's going to occur at all, um, and, uh, and and with music as well. So, you know, strengthening your hearing brain. Um, Okay, the hearing brain is vast, and it engages how we think, how we feel, how we move, and how we interact with our other senses, so hearing very much engages our thinking skills, our memory skills, and, you know, one of the things that, that we know is that if we lose our hearing, we actually lose our thinking skills. You know, people, th- th- this, this is actually a really important reason to get a hearing aid if you need one, because, you know, you can get away with sort of going on and, 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 and you know, living your life without this hearing aid. But the fact is that once you can hear the world well, um, you, 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 you think better. And you engage with people, uh, you know, so you don't have this social isolation that then, you know, it, it, you have emotional problems and loneliness and, uh, and I mean, this, this, this all uh, snowballs. But the fact is being a musician really strengthens, for example, your auditory working memory. So um, right now, you know, you and anybody who's listening, um, the only way that you can make sense of what you're listening to is if you remember what I just said, right? And, and so your auditory working memory is really your ability to work, you know, this, you're not just repeating back what I said, you're actually thinking about what I said, and this is your auditory working memory. It's a really important task, and it is a task that is very much strengthened by making music.
0: So so let's let's go to the other end of the life curve, let's 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 go to kids, and because I know you've you've done a lot of work on music and education, right? Yeah, I mean, what's what's the what's the the impact there?
1: Well, um, so so a number of um, founders of music programs came to me, and, and actually as I've talked to educators and teachers over the years, they've, they've all said, you know, we we all know that the kids who play music are the better students. What's going on in their brains? And so um, there was the, the the Harmony Project in Los Angeles, uh, which is in the gang reduction zones of LA and Chicago Public Schools. Um, we have, uh, have done multi-year project, so in other words, taken the same high school kid in ninth grade and followed him for four years as he went through um, either music education or some kind of fitness-based activity and looked at how their brains changed over that period of time. Um, The the, the work out in LA was um, on elementary school kids, so second, third, and fourth graders and what we were able to see is that the kids who played music had auditory skills that were strengthened that led to well, this is your first question on language uh, because it turns out that uh, learning language not only speaking but learning to read is very much based on sound you have to be able to connect the sounds of letters to their symbols. and rhythm. you know I mean you, you, you think of well, rhythm is an important component of uh, music. Everybody knows that. right. But not everybody knows unless you listen to Martin Luther King or you just kind of listen to anybody who's speaking and, and you realize that there is a music of speech and there you, know, you stop and start and you have these durations that are long and short and, and they completely um, influence how it is that you communicate through language. So it, it turns out that the kids who played music um, were excelled over the other kids in their language skills and their memory skills and in the, the part of the system that they just cannot game which is their brain's response to sound. So we know that making music strengthens certain the processing of certain sound ingredients. Um, and it's, it's especially the, the harmonics, the timbre of sound, that is as important in music as it is for distinguishing um, a G from a B. So, um, you know, we we could could just objectively measure kids' responses to sound that were identical at the beginning of the study, and then we measured them over time, the same kids, over four or five years, and we were able to uh, determine that all of these things changed uh, for the better in the kids who played music, which I think can explain that you know why, why they, these kids are doing better in school because they're learning better communication skills and, and they're also in touch with um, you know with their humanity in terms of uh, you know everyone should uh, know how to make some, some music because it it feels so good and it's part of our of, of, of who we are it's part of our memories It's the last thing to go when we, when we, you know.
0: So I wasn't, I wasn't going to ask this, but, but it's a, it's a great question. And, and I think it's right up your alley, which is why does it feel good? It activates a lot of cool spots in your brain.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well,
1: I mean, we, we really do know that there's been some beautiful, um, biochemical work showing that, that certain, um, parts of the of the nervous system and certain neurotransmitters are um, are, are activated and are produced when you are playing music uh, or listening to a piece of music that you have played that you know um, and, and 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 again this is you think oh well this is just going to involve the limbic system the emotion system of the brain no it involves the auditory systems the visual system and making music really engages so much well you know sound engages so much of our nervous system of our of our our brain Um, and and music really does that incredibly well Um, and i i I want to tell you just my own personal feel good story you know in, in in the morning when i wake up Um, it's not my best time you know like when we'd be riding you know it would kind of take me an hour or two to to warm up to even smile a little bit right grouchy um but i've learned that if i make myself just sit down at the piano and play even for five minutes every day And, you know, I started doing this a couple of years ago and, you know, before I would get on my bike at that point to go to work, you know, God would be in his heaven and all would be right in the world uh, from, you know, having woken up kind of discouraged. And, uh, and suddenly, you know, you just make these notes, you make these sounds and, um, and it just, it feels so good.
0: I, it, it's powerful medicine. It's very powerful medicine. Absolutely. The, the, which I think, you know, is, is sort of those, those effects, the benefits of music, how durable are they? Like if someone, someone has done this for a couple of years and then they stop.
1: Durable. So for example, you know, when, when I get to talk to people in a crowd, you know, I'll ask the group, how many of you have played a musical instrument sometime in your life? And almost everybody is raising their hands. And how many of you are still playing an instrument now? And, and not as many, but, you know, we've actually looked at this in terms of the brain's response to sound. Um, and we have found that even if you have made music for a couple of years in your past, um, you know, say in high school you've played an instrument for a couple of years, and then then um, stopped. Well, you know, when we look at older adults forty years later, who haven't played music in between, the people who have made music earlier in their lives, and they've learned how to make these sound to meaning connections. They've learned how to connect sound with memory, sound with what to pay attention to, what to ignore. Um, and so once they have learned to, it's a really wonderful investment for the future, You know, this pays dividends um, that, you know, even if you don't continue to play, if you continue to play, you're, 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 you know, you're doing even better. Um, But even if, 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 if you just, you know, which is, is such a good reason for, you know, one of the many reasons why music should be an integral part of every child's education.
0: With the loss of, of, physical education and recess and the arts in schools, I think it's just a huge, to some extent, I think part of our societal problems today go back to that, that type of thing. I think you build a better human.
1: Absolutely. Let let me, let me tell you about my uncle Hans. So um, many years ago, like in the, 50s, 60s. Um, he 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 a a physician, a physiatrist, and he did some studies showing that uh, American school age kids were less physically fit than their European counterparts. And at that time, he was working with uh, with Eisenhower and then Kennedy with the Council of Physical Fitness. Right. And also the Wise Way to an, a healthy back eventually. I mean, he was in, involved in a lot of these these programs, but very much his view was that every child should be physically fit, not just the kids who are the stars who go to become varsity players. And I think there's been very much the same kind of attitude with music, you know, or even parents will think, well, you know, why should I, you know, why should my kid play the flute? He's not going uh, he's, he's, he's to be a, a, a flutist or a violinist or uh, he's not going to be a musician. Um, and, and yet, this is such an important uh, health benefit to be physically fit, to be strong, and to be flexible um, your whole life, and to be able to have this uh, language of music, to be able to communicate with people who are really different from you in lots of ways, even may not even speak your language. And yet, you know, we can sing together, we can move together, we can, um, we we get so much benefit from what music teaches us, cognitively and emotionally, that, it, it it's just a very important part of um, of human development that we have just um, let go by the wayside, you know, because of the inf- the the emphasis on the stars, the five right. people, you know. I mean, I, I, I one of my kids was on the swimming team, and uh, you know, and he's probably you know certainly the best swimmer I know, and yet he was one of the weakest play- swimmers on the team um at evanston high school and um and and you know really for the most part everyone just paid attention to the five kids who were the stars and um you know nobody really cares too much about even the kids who are on the varsity teams who aren't the stars and and that's 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 just nuts
0: it is it is kind of nuts it is kind of nuts and and it was funny, you know, when I was getting ready to retire, I kept, people kept asking me all the time, well, what will you do? What will you do? What will you do? And it's not, the question's not, what will I do? The question is, who will I be? Yeah. And, yeah. and that gets back to the same thing. And, and I, I, I always, I'm sure I'm going to destroy this quote, but there was an old Vonnegut co- quote about, you know, make some kind of art every day. Whether it's writing a poem, whether it's singing in the shower, whether it's dancing while you're vacuuming your house, you know, you will have made something. Yeah. And your soul will be better for that. And 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 you know, you you can do that. I mean, I used to see that all the time. We'd go to the VA Medical Center here, and they would they would have, because they have a lot of like chronic inpatients, and we would have these music therapy sessions. And they would, you know, open mic or kind of jam sessions and, and, but you take a group of people of, of incredibly diverse backgrounds and capabilities, and I can tell you within 10 minutes, there's a rhythm that, that, that group of people is now entrained as one group and they have walked in as different people, but walks out as a group.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And
0: and that's so there clearly are the obvious neurologic benefits of music both throughout our lives, as you have just so elegantly demonstrated throughout your career. But but there are also the, the societal benefits and the personal benefits.
1: Yeah, huge. I mean, even with COVID, you know, one of the first things that happened in, and then it started in Italy you know, where people would would lean out their windows and, and sing together. Uh, oh, yeah. You know? And then and it's it's a way of, of um, you know, music brings us together, even at times when uh, we're pulled apart.
0: It does. It does. So we are we are about almost out of time. I could talk about this for days. Yeah, me um...
1: too. I love this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I am so lucky to get to do something that I, I love to do.
0: Well, and you've done it so well. I just, you know, I think as we get older, you, you, you start to appreciate the body of work that people produce. That it's, you know, when you're young, you want, you want to be the one hit wonder. You want to, oh, top of the charts, blah, blah, you know. And then as you look at, it, you kind of go, no. What have, you, what have you done over time? And have you built this story? And, and you have, and you continue to do that. And, and that's, it, it's incredible. And, and we've just scratched the surface here with with what you guys have done. If people are interested in learning more about what you do, how do they find you?
1: Uh, what they need to do is just go to our magical website, which is put together for you. Um, and it, our lab is called BrainVolts. So it's www.brainvolts.northwestern.edu.
0: Now, well... It's it's it is it's just amazing stuff. And, and thank you so much for taking the time to do this. And it's been so nice to reconnect with you and Marshall and
1: likewise, likewise. Made,
0: made my week. So yeah. that's another consults over coffee for the week. And right. we'll be back next week.